Blog Talk Radio. Love exists. 
tripping over you Always leaves a scar At first she needed blue like the sky before stars Enough was enough once some phone calls started My daily beloved, all the spark has departed Think like a fool, underestimate a black queen Fantasizing about forever Think I'm addicted to Congratulations on that. Um, you going into the gaming world? You going to be a pro gamer? Tell us a little about a bit, a bit about that. Uh, as in the pro gaming world. Like, where are you going? What's going on? Like, you about to leave us in body, um, but you will always be a part of the show. So, what's going on with your new journey? Right now, I might be moving to California, San Diego, to be exact, to be playing professional gaming, professional Call of Duty esports league, um, Black Ops Four. I most likely will be playing. If I do make it, I'll be playing the, over the organization called Lux Gaming. It's a new organization. Um, our our owner is Zoe Berger. You can find her on Twitter. But yeah. Okay, tell us some more about this professional game in the world. Let people know what it's about, what you do. Is it a real sport? Like, what's going on with that? Well, the professional game in the world has been around longer than y'all would think. Uh, professional game is actually, it wasn't too highly looked at back when you was a kid. Like, it was more like just for bragging rights for high scores such as in Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, etc., all the old other games. The, comp- the competitive gaming world started to become bigger. I say the biggest it started to become with for me known was 
around 2010, around around 2010-2011 is when the world really started to grow and players started really making money. It's starting to really become a sport now, though. People are making millions of dollars off of this, not even just, like, tournaments or pro leagues, like, such as YouTube. There's also Twitch. That's a live streaming. You'll watch people lively play and entertain. The biggest streamer right now who's making over $500,000 a month is Ninja. He's about to be on our the, the first video game athlete to ever be on a cover of ESPN. So the game world wow. really growing. That's big and that's deep. So I never knew it was such a popular, I guess you can call it a sport now, but um, I never well, knew it was. It's called eSports, so. They even have and you said this. God. Oh, I was gonna say they even have like, you know, the Spike TV. They have a gaming, a game show. It's called CS:GO, and they actually professionally on on a game and they play. They have scheduled times to be on TV. Well, that's deep. Okay, all right. So y'all hear it, Mister Intangible. He's leaving us soon, going to San Diego, but he will be a part of the show. Miss um, V, what is the sip of the day? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, all right, let's see. I'm looking through, so I found a really good one. It says, I can't change the direction of the wind, but I can adjust my sails to always reach my destination. So this person that made the quote, Jimmy Dean, he's an actor. So I thought this quote was pretty good because it's basically saying no matter what goes on in your life, you can adjust yourself to it and adapt just to reach to your goal, no matter what. Like, no matter what you're going through, you always can figure out a way to get to your destination. So I thought that was pretty deep. That was a little, you know, that's a snap. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that. I like that. That's the tip of the day. That's really cool. I like that quote. And I think I'm going to adapt it to my life because we all adapt and we try to change the wind, like you say. I like that um, quote. So you can you repeat that one more time for us? The, the quote? Okay. Yeah, the quote. I can't change the direction of the wind. But I can't adjust the sale to always reach my destination. That's cool. Okay, so we're gonna um take a short break. We're gonna play some more music. We're going to play our DJ Rich Rich. Uh Xavier, what song should we play on Rich Wolf of Rich? Uh play um I don't know, uh Probably bad things. Okay, bad things by Rich Diamonds. Rich 
up to some bad things. So half of the baby, she go half of a new ring. Life of the party, always lit. And she do things. See the nigga rock the ass to sleep. When I move swing, Caribbean girl, wild thoughts, no re-re. Pussy tight and stay wet. She from that Fiji. Smooth talk, she be ducking and not gon' hand it easy. I'm trying to box with that twat, baby, don't you tease me. Live it up like it's your birthday. Bring that cake in. Wine, wine, wine for a nigga like Jamaicans. Bottle after bottle, straight shot, she facing. And VIP, who can smoke it with the Haitian? Pussy sweet like pineapples, by the way it's tasty. She put it in my face, now I gotta look at Haitian. Yeah, don't try and run from this dick. You gon' take it. I flew out of back, how she weak. Make shaking. Next morning, bang it for some more. Body aching. This is where we start. Ask that back, like we racing. You the real one, so I know you waiting patient. Seems like forever, this is a night, Clay aching. Ain't gon' waste no time Neither know what this gon' be We ain't here for the night So girl, come wind that ass on me It's been right, you and I Guess we just gonna wait and see Cause if you play it right Trust it's gon' be a you and me I like it, I love it The way that we be fucking I like it, I love it The way that we be touching a bad girl, a bad girl, a bad girl, up to some bad things now. You a bad girl, a bad girl, a bad girl, up to the bad things now. And I ain't gonna waste no time. Need to know what this gon' be. We ain't here for the night. So girl, come wind that ass on me. Do it slow, bump and grind. Get stuck on me, dirty wine, dirty wine. Move it fast, waste no time. For the night, girl, it's just you and I. Do it slow, bump and grind. Get top on me, dirty wine, dirty wine. Move it fast, waste no time. For the night, girl, it's just you and I. Ain't gon' waste no time. I love it, the way that we be fucking I like it, I love it, the way that we be touching You a bad girl, a bad girl That was our very own Rich Dollars with Bad Things Um, I'm really excited Um, This month, October is coming in with the ventures It's fall, it's pumpkin spice season the leaves are changing. Um, right now, we're going into October 1st, which everybody should be wearing pink. It is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I'm getting feedback in the kitchen. Guys, intentions, V, how do you feel about Breast Cancer Awareness Month? Everybody should be wearing their pink starting tomorrow to represent, well, uh, you know, Breast have, Cancer Awareness. I don't have where to... I don't have pink to wear till next weekend, but I am going to paint my hair pink, so there you go. Okay, I hear that. All right, intentions. I'm already wearing pink today. I'm already wearing pink today. (laughs) All right, I hear you. Okay, I hear that. Um, I I, I really like the way that the NFL and everybody um, really adapts to breast cancer awareness and love. They all wear pink, like the basketball players, yeah. you know, like I said, the football players. Everybody is really involved with um, breast cancer awareness. 
Um, their walk, the annual Breast Cancer Awareness Walk is next. I think it's next, not this Sunday, the following Sunday, October the 11th. Of course, the platform will be out there with their vision. We also will be out there representing Johnny's Angels Foundation. Um, just the social support and love, you know, for all the people that are survivors, who people are out there that's um, fighting cancer now. We're going to be out there um, just giving support to the people. Um, I want everybody to know Johnny Sages Foundation was created uh, eight years ago um, due to the fact that I lost my dad to lung and throat cancer. And I was devastated, and I was like, wow, you know, cancer really hits the whole entire family. The person that's sick, yes, but the caregivers, their loved ones, everybody is affected by this person that has cancer. And I really wanted to do something for the families, giving them a time to rest. Because when you're taking care of somebody that has a terminally ill disease or that's fighting cancer, you don't get a chance to take care of yourself. So I watched my parents. And they're older. They were. They are older. Um, my mom, thank God, she's still alive. She's here with us. Um, but um, I watched her get sick taking care of my dad. And it takes a toll on the body. It takes a toll on the mind. So these people need a break. So Johnny's Angels Foundation was created to help the whole entire family with cancer, meaning we come in, we help with doctor's appointments, we help with giving respite services, letting the caregiver get a chance to take a nap for two hours to take a shower or bath and that's very 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 important because they do forget to take medicine and different things of that nature so we try to step in and bridge the gap and give the family the support and the person that is also have cancer the support anybody have anything to add about breast cancer awareness or anything that they have experienced or their families um we also Unfortunately, just lost another one of our family members to cancer, and we're devastated about that. Um, love and shout-out to the family. I'm not going to, you know, I'm giving them their privacy. I'm not mentioning their name, but you know who you are. We love you. We're there for you. You need us in any capacity. We are there. Um, intentions, V, you have anything to say on the subject? Guys? I mean, um... I mean, cancer is a real, it's a real, uh, it's real hard to go through. I've seen people go through it. Um, you know, I've heard people close to me have gone through it and things like that. I've, I've seen things, but um, it's really terrible. And I'm glad that you know people come together and want to find the cure for it because it's even it's not even just breast cancer. It's like every cancer. You know what yes, I mean? Exactly. But it's, exactly. it's you know, mm-hmm. I understand that October is for breast cancer. I totally understand. You know, women power. You know, and everything. But also, you know, it's for cancer everywhere because it. You know, kids shouldn't have to wake up and be ill. They don't understand what's wrong with them, and they have a tumor the size of an orange inside their body. They don't even know how they got that. That's scary. You know, having to be drugged up and stuff like that. That's pretty serious stuff. And, you know, having a foundation like you do, that that helps a lot, you know, and uh, that sounds like a great idea. And, you know, um, I hope, you know, we do this walk um, 
we will get yeah. you know some some feedback and stuff like that and help more with the search and stuff yeah. like that. So, yeah. Yes. Yes. Intentions. You've been a part of Johnny's Angel since the beginning. Um, what do you tell us a little bit about your experience with the foundation? Your experience with how we help some of the families? How we do fundraisers? What is your thoughts? Uh, cancer. Just knowing cancer is very real. It's scary. We've helped kids. Like we've being a part of Johnny's Angel. We've seen kids. We've seen one girl. I don't want to mention names, but she was very powerful and strong, and we fundraised, and she died, and she was a kid. God rest her soul. But just to see that and see kids suffer, also when we went to, like, the children's hospitals and stuff, to see kids suffering, it's sad. Even seeing your own family, older people suffering, it's just really knowing that cancer is a real big epidemic that's going on upon us right now. And I'm glad that we can have fundraisers and try to help. Um, Intentions was around when um, he was younger, uh, when we first started it. And he's mentioning, you can mention her because her mom documented her life on Facebook. Her name was Kizzy. And, um, and she was a beautiful little girl. And she battled, like, seven different kinds of cancer. And we followed her. Um her mom documented a lot of her sickness, her illnesses, her good days, her bad days, up until the last minute when she got her wings. Her mom even documented the funeral. And my Johnny's Angels uh, All-Star, they were a basketball team. They really wanted to reach out and do something for her, and they fundraised. They went out into the streets. They had bake sales. They um, did a lot of stuff, and they raised 300 and, um, It was They were like 16 at the time. They raised $300, and they sent it to her mom to help and assist in the care of her. So when she did pass and get her wings and was not suffering anymore, it hit them really hard. And they, I saw 16-year-old young men that grew up in my home with me, because those were Xavier's friend, um, intentions friends, cry, like really break down and cry. And it was an amazing thing that they saw, and they really – took the time for Christmas and for Thanksgiving. They really took the time to help and want to be a part of, oh, this kid got cancer. I'm blessed because I don't have it. Because it doesn't, kids doesn't have a name. It doesn't have an age group or age limit. Anybody can get it, get hit with it at any given time. And cancer affects the whole entire body, not just breast cancer, but breast cancer just happens to be the biggest awareness of it. And, um, I'm really, it's 31 days of October, so for all 31 days, if any, everybody could just focus on cancer, only, you know, and they do focus on breast cancer a lot, all cancers, just know that this is a horrible, horrible disease that people really need to really get involved and help their family members or even people that they don't know, because it's really difficult, a difficult time um, for individuals. So, on that note, I'm going to play another song just to give us a break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to talk some more about another subject, another topic on the show tonight. So we're going to play. I'm going to play Legos Reverse. Thank you. 
just want a minute so that I can know your name. With all that ass you shaking, you can't really put no blame on me. Everybody want a piece, so they all acting the same. I know you nice and neat, but tonight you ain't no dame. Bounce with it, bounce with it, put it in reverse. Pounding it, pounding it, put her in a hearse. Drowning it, drowning it, putting in that work. Bounce with it, bounce with it, put it in reverse. Girl, you could be mine, I know that you down the ride. I see it in your eyes that you wanted to get down tonight. Got the baby looking like that nigga gonna hit it right. Like, yeah, what, huh? Yeah, baby, no, I hit it right. Move it slow, move it slow. Get it on your tiptoes, arch your mo, arch your mo. Bend down and hit the flow. On the low, on the low. Shit, you on your free toe. Where'd you go, where'd you go? Damn, yo, you dropped the low. Pop it, pop it, pop it, pop it, pop it. Don't worry about shit, bust it open, make it sloppy. Hit me up at one and you can meet me in the lobby. Be finna make it big and ain't nobody gonna stop it. Huh. Pop it, pop it, pop it, pop it, pop it. Don't worry about shit, bust it open, make it sloppy. Hit me up at one and you can meet me in the lobby. Be finna make it big and ain't nobody gonna stop it. Bitch. I just want a minute so that I can know your name. With all that ass you shaking, you can't really put no blame on me. Everybody want a piece, so they all acting the same. I know you nice and neat, but tonight you ain't no dame. Bounce with it, bounce with it, put it in reverse. Pounding it, pounding it, put it in a hearse. Drowning it, drowning it, put it in that work. Bounce with it, bounce with it, put it in reverse. DJ, excuse me, that was MC Lega. So now we are here. We have now our other party, um, Kim Kelly. You're on live. How are you this evening? How you doing? We good. Everybody's here. Be attention. How are you this evening? A little tired, but I'm here. <laughs> it, it was a long day. A long day. Oh, okay. the Lord is yeah, so, all right, yeah, so how do you feel about the breast cancer awareness we were just talking about? Well, um, one of the things we do have to understand about cancer, and these are, this is information I just found out, I mean, literally last week. Um, cancer is actually not a disease, it's a fungus. And because it's a fungus, it actually can be cured. The reason cancer is not cured is because cancer is big business. There, there have been doctors, one, Dr. Sipo, he, he was really big. They actually had him in front of Congress because he was not only curing cancer, he was curing AIDS, he was curing blindness, everything through holistic ministries, and they were – trying to bring him up because they said he was practicing uh, medicine without a license. And like he said, he's not a doctor. He's just helping people. And what he figured out was because it's a fungus, there are actually natural things you can do to get rid of the fungus. The, the, The medical industry knows that there is a cure for cancer. They just won't put it out there because if they do, 
then you got to understand cancer is a billion, probably a trillion dollar industry. It's, 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 it makes a lot of money for a lot of people. There was a doctor last year, he was on Facebook, and it blew my mind when he said this. The doctor said 97% of the time, chemotherapy does not work. 97%, but this is a doctor. And he, he, his specialty was in cancer. He said 97% of the time it doesn't work. He said, if you, had a, if you were a car manufacturer and 97% of your cars didn't work, you would be out of business. And the sad thing is you got a lot of people that are suffering, that are dying needlessly. This is, this is needlessly because there is a cure for this. Actually, um, my father had a book, and actually they had this cure for a long time because they figure out a long time ago that it was a fungus, that it's not a disease. So the, 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 my issue with everything is if they would just really try to help people and help us and not try to make money off of us, then a lot of the stuff that you guys went through, that, that intention and his friends went through, you you really wouldn't have to be going through this stuff because there are doctors who have proven, and four of them that I know, Dr. Sipo and three others, actually died from mysterious circumstances because they had information and they were helping people. So, you know, my my whole thing is I'm just praying one day that the powers that be wake up and they understand that, you know, it's better to help people than to um, profit off of people's misery. That's, that's just um, a little bit of the information that I've learned in recent years. Oh, that's well, I mean, okay. Everything that you said, everything that you said is so true. It's just sad that this world is about population control and they believe we can't the reason why is just because say we do cure cancer is just like like we were saying like you were saying like doctors will lose jobs and will be overpopulated on earth in America so that's why they don't cure it. It sucks to see that they won't cure it just because population control is ridiculous. It is. Okay. It is. Um, right now, I'm going to bring up Latoya. B, I'm not going to um, cut you off. I'm going to bring up Latoya, who's now new to the team. She's also my manager. Latoya, you're on live. Give us a little bit of feedback on how you felt about what you heard about the cancer situation. Uh, Latoya, you're here. Hello? Yes, you're on, Latoya. Welcome. Welcome okay, to the platform. Okay, great. Hi. Hi. Well, um, I definitely, I definitely agreed with the last speaker. You know, he touched on a lot of great points. But cancer, I don't believe, because it wasn't here years ago. You know, four or five hundred years ago, three hundred years ago. So I do believe that it's it's possibly man-made. But you know. Oh no, it is. Oh, it is. You get what I'm saying? Like, I, it, it just, 
it, it's amazing how if you drink some water or or you've never smoked in your life, but you have stage four, you know, yeah, and, and it can't. It's not a, There's not enough secondhand in the world, you know, unless you're sitting up in it in a closed room on a daily basis. That that should kill you. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I definitely feel like it's something to ward us off. It's to exterminate us. Okay. Well, Latoya, I am interested in what you have for us tonight. Um, everybody, Latoya, again, she's new to our team. She is my new manager. She's a part of the Family Time Project, which is going to take off in store. Right now we are putting a handle on the booth signing because we need to revamp. But um, Latoya will be bringing us up updates every Sunday about when are the next book signing and our events are going on also holding casting calls for the play and for the audio book. But right now, she's going to tell us a little bit about Mr. Bill Cosby. I was shocked because me, <laughs> I didn't even know the man was in jail, so that devastated me. And she got some information for us, and we are going to give us our feedback on what do we feel about Bill Cosby and his situation. And also, I learned today that that Felicia Rashad did break her silence today. So, Latoya, what do you have for us? Okay, so I do want to touch on a little bit of backstory before I move forward to present day. Um, he was born July 12, 1937, William Henry Cosby, Jr. So there is a senior. So what did the senior teach him? But whatever. He started his career in the 60s um, in San Francisco as a stand-up comedian. His professional career spanned from 1961 to 2018 as an actor, author, musician, and now a convicted sex offender. So he was charged with three counts, I know, he was charged with three counts of aggravated indecent assault for one count, which gave him three to ten years in a state prison and a $25,000 fine. Currently, he's um, he's incarcerated in Phoenix and is classified as a sexually violent predator. He so was sentenced. <laughs> you know, you know, when I'm when I'm found, I'm like, wow, you got to be kidding me. So he was sentenced on September 25th. He was found guilty mm-hmm. April 26th. So he was out. Of, he was out for a very long time. Had more than enough time to prepare, but he was sentenced and was actually taken in the day he was sentenced. Um, while he's in there, he's set to undergo sex offender treatment. So far, since he's been in there, and it's only been, like, five days, he's fallen downstairs. Inmates have thrown and beaten him in the face with stale hot dog buns. Amber Rose has gone on to wish that he dies the moment that he completes his sentence. So, basically, she wants him to do his three to ten years, preferably the whole ten years, and then ten years and one day die which is a a little aggressive. You know, I definitely understand where she's coming from, but that's that's still extra. And then last but not least, in 1991, Larry King had Bill Cosby on his show, and they were speaking about Spanish Fly and the excitement that he went on and and seeing that the effects that Spanish Fly can have, how easy it is to flip it to a woman, he was very excited. So if anybody wants to go and see that 
you can go to YouTube and look up 1991 Larry King Live interview. And he, he from 91, he's letting you know, this is how I get my stuff. You know, wow. I'm going to hit you up with a little bit of drugs and keep it moving because it's easier that way. Oh, I, I, I'm sorry. I it's, listen. I, I grew up watching Bill Cosby and the Cosby Show, and my whole thing is this: if he was, I'm not saying that he's bad or he's not bad, or if he did or he didn't do it. Of course, he's convicted, so the world said he did it, evidence or whatever, circumstantial, however it is. Because I did not follow the trial. I just feel like he's a black man, and they took him down. That's it. He was too powerful. He, I heard that he was going to buy NBC. I mean, Bill Cosby had two positive, positive play, ways that he was portrayed in African-American. He was a lawyer. I mean, he was a doctor. His wife was a lawyer. His kids were all smart in college. He did let Theo have dyslexia. They did touch on a lot of social things that were going on, but it was portraying the black family for the first time. In years, because you never life. saw family like that in a positive life. Good times. What am I? I mean, back in the seventies when I grew up, I love good times. But they showed them poor. They wasn't on welfare. Yeah. But they were poor. They were facing eviction. I mean, Jay. Yeah. Yes, it was a struggle. They never showed us as a positive. Oh, they didn't struggle. We didn't have no money problems. We didn't have no. And we was a regular family. So I feel this is like a takedown. Oh yeah, we gonna take this black dude down and let them know. Oh y'all can't. You know it don't matter how much money you got. And again, it's kind of strange for me too. Why was his son murdered? Out of nowhere. Why was his son murdered? They never. It was a mystery to why he was murdered. He just was murdered and that was it. Like they didn't say Mm -hmm. why he was murdered. What happened? And then all of these women too. God forbid if uh, you find out that maybe one or two it did happen to, but you saying something now after all these years why because the money ran out. That's how I feel. You did all this well, in the limelight. All of these women were fine. If he started his career in the 60s, and he's mentioning that he's doing this since at least 91, he's been doing this for years. Why are you waiting until this man is decrepit and decide to want to go and send him to jail? Thank you. To send him to be convicted, to make him look bad after all of the positive influence he has in the African-American community. His his, his foundations and his donations, all his philanthropy for colleges, and I heard that same rumor about buying NBC, they're going to do anything. They did it with Michael Jackson. You're telling me with same thing right. with Michael Jackson. You can sit here and molest all these kids. You go and sit there and diddle my child, and I know that you put your hands on my child, but I'm not going to say nothing until he's an adult. That sounds crazy. Exactly. exactly. No, it's a setup. Can, can, I, can, I can I weigh in on this? Go ahead. Hello? Okay. Go ahead. You're, um, you're the, the first the, the first thing was um, he really was going to buy NBC. That's when all of this stuff started coming out. Mm-hmm. Whenever you see a black man about to do something that's going to take up, they don't like that. But here is the real problem with all of this. Um, there's a doctor, former doctor, who raped heavily sedated patients will serve no prison time, Right? 
Um, no prison or grandson of ex-Republican Virginia governor. He raped mm-hmm. a woman. He's not even he they they busted down to a misdemeanor and he doesn't even have to register as a sex offender. Hold on, I'm not finished. Um, California mm-hmm. man pleads to no contest rape of a five year old girl sentenced to ninety days in jail. Another guy, uh, Brock Turner, got caught red-handed raping an unconscious female, did 90 days. And I heard of another guy out in California, white guy, um, Mm. he raped raped his four-year-old daughter, and he saw no jail time. So for me, that's the biggest problem with all of this is that this Me Too movement they got going on, and the first thing I said was, it's, it's only Me Too if you're black. Hmm. It's only Me Too because Harvey Weinstein, I mean, it's a list of them. The president, it's a list of them. It's the same mm-hmm. exact thing. And they haven't no. started anything on these It's worse. Stuff. It's worse. All he did... He, these women wanted to be around Bill Cosby, so he slipped them while you're with me voluntarily, allegedly slipped them a little drug, and then they had sex, where these people originally, they forced from beginning to end, or their right. job was in question from beginning to end. So their, their, right. their whole situation is worse than what Bill did, and he gets three to ten. I just don't understand. I am in, I am so flabbergasted about this whole situation. I am devastated mm-hmm. because I'm like, yo, this is a older, he's blind. He's, I mean, mm-hmm. there's so many things and they just take this man off the jail. I mean, we have a president that doesn't even have a freaking high school diploma, but we put Bill Cosby in here. Like, I just don't yeah. understand. So how do you let the, a president run the country with no high school diploma, but you put this man in jail because he's alleged. He's not an alleged now. He's a sex offender. Has to be registered as a they sex just, offender, and it's okay. A sex violent. A sexually violent. Right. So how about that guy now that they did the the conference, the the Congress assembly that uh, Trump's trying to put in for um, Supreme Court that these women are starting to come out and allegate that, oh, he touched me when a long time ago before he wanted to be in the Supreme Court. Okay, Mm -hmm. so where is this coming from? Like, where were you when everything else was coming out? Now all of a sudden you're coming out, what happened? Now you don't, I I don't understand why every time (laughs) somebody's doing something, these women are coming out. And sometimes I feel that some some of these women are not doing it uh, because of money right now. They just want to do it just to do it, just for attention. And it's yeah, like, five minutes they, they yeah, exactly. And and some of, there's a lot of victims out there, and they're angry at them because of the fact mm-hmm. that like it's like you're making this a show. This is not a show. This is serious. This is right. mental it's issues. Serious. Exactly. This is not. Right. You're yeah. making this into some circus. They, you make it seem like this is like some type of big, like no, dude, this is you're taking something from me that I didn't ask you to take, and I'm here to tell anybody. But there you go, making it a joke, and I, I just don't understand this whole thing that every time 
doesn't matter what color these women pop out. It's like, where were you the first time? How, if you were so scared, why didn't you report a gen? Nobody would believe me. Oh, but okay, so he's going for Supreme Court all of a sudden. Oh, now I feel now like it's time for me to come right. to out exactly. and let everybody yeah. know yeah. what's going yeah. on. No, it doesn't work like that. You need to jump from the start. Once it happens, you go straight to the police. You don't just wait. Waiting is bad. And I just, ugh, these people, they just make me mad. This whole me too, it, it movie, makes, all that stuff, it makes, just them makes them look angry. like liars. What is this? Is there, I don't know the law, so I'm asking a question. Like, is there a, a, um, a time frame on rape? Like, how the hell you they tell me? They usually say seven years. But it's seven years. You're going to hold on a pair of panties for seven years with sperm on it? Like, I don't get it. Like, where's the evidence? Where's the evidence? That's my thing. Evidence. It's just verbal accusation. Exactly. All like, are you kidding me? He said, she said. Right. Well, you I know, there are so many, there's so many women that are coming out. I mean, so many um, convicts or convicted felons of sexual um, charges that are now being set free after eight years and 26 years because it's found that the women lied. And then, That's you know, um, the but women are not being the woman or lies she now all. going to jail? Do she know she what she's doing? This is what I'm saying. The women are not being penalized at all. They're not being penalized. And that part that pisses me off. And that's not fair. And that's not fair. That's not fair. Because at that point, and I have male children, and I feel that if some woman stood there and lied, and that person, and not only that, I don't care if they lied, that's feel a red mark on their chest that they went to jail, even though, oh, they were found not guilty. You don't, you don't yep. think people are still saying right. they're a sexual predator? Yep. That's crazy. So yep. It doesn't matter. Once they say you, you're in something like yep. that, like a case, you're like this, it's over. Exactly. People are going to live over. in a but and what if you're, what if you're an aspiring, like one of the guys he who was locked up eight years, and he's about to be set free because the woman finally, the guilt got to her so much to tell the truth that it wasn't him, that it was someone else, and he lost like 14 scholarships to college. Oh. Yeah, the football player. He lost right. his whole oh life. Oh my god. Right. His whole life. Wow. That's insane. Wow. So, what what to her? so what happens to her? What happens to her? Probably nothing. 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 And that's insane. No and then they talk about equality, and it's like, dude, seriously. Yeah. Like, come on. No, they like, don't need uh, equality for certain things. It they don't need equality. These feminists, these feminists, they just want it for, it's, feminism to me is a little bit selfish. So put me in the things that I want that are strictly man-related, but the things that I really don't want to deal with, such as being accountable for accusations that are not true, whether it be domestic right. violence, whether it be rape, whether it be whatever, women should just be accountable just the same way as a man should be accountable. Right. Yes. If they want to get exactly. paid equally, we but should they be charged oh. Because, oh, my God, we're so something. dainty. We're so this. We're so that. Yeah, no, okay. But no. you have these feminists screaming and crying about don't touch me, don't touch me. But there you go, walking outside in slutty outfits. 
Like, make up your mind, please. Because this feminine mm-hmm. crap, I don't understand. Like, if you want to be considered a woman and professional, carry yourself so. Don't dress and be like, I dress because I want to, and if I'm a slut, I'm a slut. No. Listen, I don't care what you do in your life, but carry yourself well. If you want to be considered yeah. professional, dress professional. If you dress can like I, a I, you want to be sexy. That? I'm sorry. I want to say something. I want to say something about that. Um, as a man, one of the things I noticed what women do, and this, this is the craziest thing I see. A woman will dress up in some sexy stuff and all her goodness and mercy showing, right? The minute oh, wow. you look at it, she's trying to cover it up. Yeah, if you don't the look at it, if yep. you don't look at it, she'll look at you like why you're not looking. Right, why you don't find me attractive. I noticed this last year because um, they're wearing, they were wearing midriffs. It started last year and went kind of crazy this year. But a woman could be walking her down the street, woman or girl, walking down the street with a midriff on. If you look, if you look at them, they'll put their hand over their stomach. And my thing is, why did you wear that outside in the first place? Mm-hmm. Right. You covered it with somebody's something, but why are you That's wearing exactly it? That's exactly what I'm saying. It's, like, it's, it's, I don't it's understand. It's a thing of low self-esteem. They don't yeah, love is. themselves. They're searching for love from outside, but then but when they thing. get the love, it's unwarranted. When you could have been sexier, covered up by a right. man versus you have a boy, you know? Right, he would have more respect for you if you're covered up mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. guys like stuff to lead to the imagination. If you're showing everything, that makes you look like, okay, if she's showing me this, she's showing the next person this and the next person this and the next person this. So, he assumes you have no respect for yourself, and he's not going to give you any if you don't have any. Exactly. I'm going to treat you how you're asking me to treat you. Right. You're asking exactly. me to treat you okay, like a hold piece on. of meat. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. I do not believe clothes do all of that. I am a woman. I'm a woman of age, and I'm not going to say I've never dressed sexy. But I'm confident in way, the way I dress. So I'm not saying, oh, I want you to touch me. I'm just saying that I'm confident. Some women are just confident with it, and I'm just saying, I'm not saying I've showed all of my glory yet, but I just think that also men should be accountable too. Okay, you can look, and that's it. But it's a way you look, and then it's a way of your gawking. Don't gawk. Just no, but like, no, oh, of she's course. beautiful, and that's fine. But, I mean, I don't think that but the it goes both itself ways, though. is saying and right, it goes both ways, but it's not all. Oh, I'm just gonna, cause that's the case. Men look at you in sweatsuits. Come on, they I know. do. They it's look true. at them at, so, so it's, it doesn't really matter what the heck you wear. So sometimes, I mean, I'm not saying I these days and they stare like, at you. Exactly. Like I'm just saying, like negative. Like they're over the top, and I understand what you're saying with this young generation. But I mean, again, everybody is accountable for themselves. But sometimes women are just a lot more women are confident than others. So that's my thing. Well, but he was saying he was saying it's the ones that dress like that. Yeah, but the ones that he he was basically touching on the ones that dress like that and then they play musical clothes and they keep pulling stuff down or 
okay. different parts of your body when that's what I'm talking what about. Why? Okay. Be confident. Okay. That's what you showcase. Okay. Now, the other thing I wanted to say really, really quick about that is a, a real man, a, a, a real man, or a, a real man doesn't want to see everything right there. See, the, 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 the whole thing about being in a relationship and being, it's got to be something we, that we think is special. And if, it, if everything is showing off, then to me, that's not special. If I'm seeing everything, you can, that's not special. It, 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 when I'm with somebody, it's got to be something special and something that I'm looking forward to. And if you mm-hmm. got everything hanging out, then I don't want that. To me, it's not even it's not even sexy. Now, don't get me wrong. At, at a certain time in my life, I thought it was. But I, like like Pam said, she's an older female. I'm an older male, and I'm a minister. I'm with the Lord now, so my desires have changed. I that. Mm-hmm. So when 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 your desires change, then actually that's not you know it's not something that you're attracted to anyway. I just thought I'd put that in. That's true, but I just I just I am just so, I mean our world we have to really sit back and look like this is a message for African Americans all over the place. Like they are not going to let us get as far as they want us to go. They, they're telling us, like, look, we're going to knock down your hero. Because Bill Cosby was a hero for a lot of us. I am devastated. I am flabbergasted. Like, they're like, oh, we're waiting for Lisa Bonet to come out and say he did something to her, too. Wow. Because he helped a lot of people along the well, way. But, but, but let, let, me you, let, let me tell you how show? it started, though. It started with a, an, an actor, a comedian named Hannibal uh, Burris. And 2014, he made a joke about it, about the interview that Bill Cosby had back in the day. He made it, and people started to notice and started putting two and two, two and two together, and that's when somebody came out. All of a sudden, people started coming out over a joke. Look at that. Wow. That's how it started. Wow. That's how it all started. <laughs> but, you know, like, wow. uh, just to touch on what Pam was saying... He was a motivation, and he was yes. inspiration to a lot of African-American children who did not believe yes. that, that they can be a lawyer and they can be a doctor and they can go to college. Like, he he made me want to go to Hillman, even though that place don't exist. You know what I'm exactly. saying? He, he, <laughs> yes. Like a different world, a different world was my was yes. was was my escape when I'm living that around the corner from from the project, project and there's people dying around me and people are getting shot up. So to drift okay. away to a different world and to live in a dorm that I know that I could not afford to live in and to see was motivation for me to strive necessarily not so much for me but for my children. You know, exactly. I wasn't able to go directly to college, but my my seventeen year old is is a varsity football player for one of the top rated high schools in Queens, and is on the road to college. To okay. live in the dorm, See? to live the life that All I right. want. 
or wanted. Okay. And stuff. Okay. And Bill Cosby is one of the icons who 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 set that path. Exactly. Like intentions, my son. He didn't understand. Like I was so excited for him to go to college and get that college experience and go away. And I was like, look, this is it. And he did it. He did it. He did it. He's done it. He's going back. I mean, he has other dreams and aspirations, but he did three years of college on the dorm in the University of Bridgeport with his brain. He can play ball, yes, but he got a full scholarship for the first year with his brain. Hey. So I'm so so excited for him. And now I'm 20. So now he wants to be a professional gamer, which is understandable, but he did get to experience the college life. He did. I was like, oh, you're going to play. Make that decision. Exactly. He could make that decision. I made sure he had choices. He had dreams. He had goals. He still has them, and I want him to pursue it. Like, I don't want, and I'm so angry. I'm angered by this Bill Cosby situation because I just was like, yo, they took him down. They wanted to take him down, and they did and that's can I, what I can, I, can I read what Felicia Rashard said? Yes, please. This is what she said. Please. This is what she said. She said, forget these women, she said. What you are seeing is the destruction of a legacy. And I please. think it's orchestrated. I don't know why or who's doing it, but it's the legacy they're after, and it's the legacy that's so important to the culture. That was deep. That was deep. Because right now they're not, they're not looking at they're not looking at all his all his shows and and all the cartoons and all the things that he he has done amazing, over the last thirty amazing, forty years. Amazing. Right now they're looking at he's a, a, a sex offender that he's looking at that he he preyed on women and that's not what Bill Cosby was. He might have had a slip. Look at it was it was, it was okay for Bill, Bill Clinton to have that that girl suck on him okay. and do everything. He was the president. He was the president. He was the president. Yeah, but he got impeached. But though. Not he okay. got impeached. Though. He, he got impeached. Though. You got to remember. But he still. He but he was saying. He did. He did no time. He did no time. That's a crime. Do no time. He did no time. And he did eight years. And it was a joke. Eight years. It's a crime. Exactly. Yep. You're right. Monica Lewinsky. Okay, with the dress. Monica Lewinsky. So please. All right. So okay. It was the assistant, right? Yeah, she was. So it was a work-related sexual encounter that is so yes. illegal on so many counts. You're the president, and it's you're married. It's adultery. What are you showing the free world? Not just our country, the free world. But Bill Cosby goes on some dates. Let me tell you something. These stats wanted. He didn't mean to do that. You know what he what he said? I'm sleepy. I don't want to woo you. Get over here, bitch, and lay down and let's get this done. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm done. Wow. I, they I was trying to use a gentleman. Okay. Wow. I want to thank Latoya, who is new to us, our manager, um, Tim Kelly, Benicia, and Tinches. This was a great show. We're going to be back next week, 9 o'clock sharp. 
and you guys have a good week, okay? God bless. Later. Bye. Bye. Oh, that was a good show. That was a good show. I am so 